talk today, and it's an important distinction that we have to make, that we're doing a presentation for God and science today. Um, a lot of people try to reconcile their faith with the empirical, with the observable, with the universe that we see every day, and if you try to reconcile that, you're not going to have a tremendous amount of success because there's so little that we really know and understand in this universe. Um, and sometimes we just have to take a step back and realize that. So, starting from the very beginning, at least in our faith, we are created in God's image and likeness. Um, there have been a lot of people who have argued over time, what exactly does that mean? Does he mean it's this? If not, I hope, I hope not. <laughs> not. Not terribly impressed if that's the case, but you no, know, man. Many, many scholars uh, have gone throughout time wondering, and nobody really knows exactly what that means. Um, and one of the key components, I think, uh, in this particularly, it means for us, is our sentience. Um, you look at all of God's creation on this planet, what little we've been able to observe in the universe, and everything kind of goes about uh, its life and meaning with its own little purpose, and it doesn't really question anything. It's our sentience, it's our awareness. Uh, and it's our ability to do this in question, which is led to science. Um, and you can just look. It doesn't matter whether it's 10 years, 50 years, 5,000 years. You can see how humankind has progressed in its knowledge and understanding of the universe. Um, there are some people who would say that means we're evolving, that we've, we've destroyed the concept of God, that God has no place in logic, that we can reason things. And this from the, the same people who used to think that Elements were made of fire, water, earth, and air until we realized there are molecular structures and atomic structures and subatomic structures. And every time we find a new answer, we find a new question because really the only good science, if you're honest, has no answers. It only has more questions. There's only one answer, and that's God. When, and we're never going to be able to prove that. We're never going to be able to empirically quantify that. And that's why we have faith. Yeah. I mean, we're created in the image of God. But Jesus is the image of God. Amen. He is the radiance of the glory of God. And the exact imprint of his nature by the word of his power. So does that mean whatever we think the physical manifestation of Jesus was as important as that is to us? Is that the representation of God? No, it was... It was the simple truths that we all learned through the gospel. I mean, science, science helps us to explain many things. There are certain things that simply defy science, and we all know that. Like my ability to turn a casual comment to Glenn into several hours and hours of work for my fellow parishioners over there. But I think it's, it's a little bit because we crave those answers in life, and we never will have them that science, at least modern science, has supplanted things. And this is not the first time you run into a little bit of a theological crisis due to science. I mean, you can look throughout history, and I'm sure that we will a little bit today. And everyone said, oh, we've got it nailed this time. We realize that, well, you mean there's actually something up in the heavens? That means God doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. It means that we're learning just bit by bit more and more of, of God's magnificence. So, as I mentioned, Jesus spoke with authority, and he spoke those truths. And that's why all of these profundities are what are the simple facts of life, things that we can't prove, but we know in our heart to be true, and that's why we have our faith. And during today's communion, it's important to remember that, that there are just some things that we must surrender to that we will never know. 
No matter how far the human race progresses in science, the universe is just simply infinite. Of course, I'm sure Trevor will cover that in many different models. But we have to understand that there are so few things that we can even perceive in this universe that we'll never understand it. But we will understand the word of God because that's in our heart. That's in the ethereal. That's in that which cannot be quantified. And we have to simply remember that that is out there because we all know it's true. And that's why we have our faith. And that's why today, when you take your communion, remember, Jesus is the answer. Even when you can't prove it, especially when you can't prove it, because that's what faith is all about. Say a quick prayer. Thank you, Lord, for bringing us here today. And thank you for allowing us to remember that there's unlimited majesty in the universe. We'll never know it all. We'll never understand it all. We'll always ask, and we'll never know with the possible exception of the Word of God, which is as infinite and eternal as the universe itself is. Help us today to understand that, and help us today to come with a little bit more peace in our knowledge that we have very little knowledge at all. Amen.